Oh! Hey! Hey, hey, hey! Hey, hey, hey! Pay attention over there. <laughs> this is Lacrosse Talk PM. News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Online at com, and shortly on Facebook Live. It takes a little while for that machine to... Uh, Warm up, you know, get all of its juices going. But as soon as it's there, then we'll be there by golly. That's the way it's going to be. So how the heck are you? Uh, I just discovered a few minutes ago that uh, you and I get to play today, this afternoon, by ourselves. Because Rick is buried alive someplace on the side of the road. I, I hope it's not actually that. I just made that part up. But uh, he is... Otherwise, occupied, indisposed. I don't know if he's ill, so I'm certainly not prepared to go there. Um, It's been a really long time since I've had to hit that password. How many passwords do you have for your stuff? Very many? Yeah, me neither. Uh, What am I supposed to... uh, I don't know. So, So, what's on your mind? How's it, how's it going? How are you? Good? <laughs> I have uh, spent the last couple of days, the last couple of mornings. Oh, and here's a, a new note. What time did... Oh, this came in this afternoon. Onalaska uh, is canceling all of its after-school activities. Makes sense. Uh, it, would it just be safe to say, generally speaking, before you go anywhere tonight, call ahead? To see, especially if it is school-related in any way, shape, or form. If you've got a school plan, then uh, then yikes, call ahead, because it may simply not be happening. Chances are pretty decent that it won't be happening. What I wonder, <laughs> it's going to be a year long, so I don't know when it's going to start. I spent this morning, and gosh, I hope you heard it, uh, Jim Flotmeyer was... My uh, guest from the city, he is a parking coordinator and the knower of all things parking benefit pilot district. We're just calling it that because is uh, there won't be any uh, parking benefit districts until the, uh, the other pilot project is complete. That is a test a pilot project that will last one year. Those districts, those areas, neighborhoods, Right around uh, University of Wisconsin-La Crosse and WTC, Uh, they will not, as I understand it, be including the area around Gunderson, at least in this uh, initial pilot. So those two school areas will have this pay-to-park extravaganza. And then if if it works, if it is determined that uh, this test project was successful, uh, then they will, uh, they being the city, will... Uh, figure out a framework and uh, offer parking benefit districts to uh, the neighborhood to, in essence, tax themselves, or, or, well, I shouldn't say that, in essence, put a regulation upon themselves that will cause any mistakes that they make or any of their friends who visit for more than four hours to pay to do that. You realize you can't have any friends over to your house anymore for more than four hours before they got to go move their car in your neighborhood. If you have, uh, if you successfully lobby the city to have a parking benefit district, and then you will get 
a portion, a percentage of the take after expenses and so forth. And I don't know how much and so forth will be expenses, and the city will uh, take their cut, and uh, you will get a portion of what's left. So that's a, a, a but that that's a year away. What is right around the corner? No start date at the moment is the uh, pilot project around the universities. Four hours, a buck an hour, pay, or I don't know, get the boot. I, and and I could not see how this is going to work. How it won't just turn into a giant debacle. Tell you what, let's uh, go to the phones quickly, and then we got to check in with the guys in the newsroom and see what's. What's going on? Hi, you're on the Crosstalk PM. What's on your mind? Yes, I was uh, listening to the news today, and they had this thing on there called uh, called Preferred Parking Permit Proposal. PPPP. PPPP is what they're doing to the people. Thanks. Oh, that was great. Keep... <laughs> yeah, keep working on it. All right, where were we? Oh, yeah, be right back. Sorry, I was uh, looking to make sure I got all the equipment turned on correctly. Had Mad Dog and Merrill on uh, this after this morning for uh, Cooley Region Cooks. Catch any of that? Those guys are a gas. That really was fun. They they are fun. They are fun to play with. All right, now am I just did I miss it? Am I going backwards? Is nothing on? Oh, it's all warmed up yet. Now I gotta flip the switch. That's probably why. All right, so there we are. I think. I think I got, I think we're cooking with gas now, right? All right, so it is uh, 13 minutes after 5. I, I, uh, uh, parking was on my mind this morning. And our people poll question is, will a parking benefit pilot district cause more problems than it solves? There are a number of, uh, of uh, city council members who have more questions than answers and, and more questions even after we got some answers. So we'll uh, certainly hear more about uh, that. If you'd like a comment, you are absolutely welcome to do that. If there is something else on your mind, please, <laughs> please, please give me a call. I saw a note yesterday from someone who was unhappy with, I don't know what we were talking about. What were we talking about yesterday? Parking, probably, whatever. And they posted on Facebook Change the topic. And after I was done laughing right out loud, because there was no suggestion uh, what to change the topic to, uh, that was yesterday, uh, and I didn't see it until after we were off the air, and this is a radio talk show, not a Facebook Live talk show. I didn't see your comment until later. Oh, there it is. Christy? Christy Miller? you got to let me know on the phone or on the talking text line, because uh, that was yesterday. I don't know where today's video is. I'll have to look for it some more. I'll do that while you're thinking of topics. Oh, yeah, Tom. Wow, huge, huge peeve for me. I agree with you uh, 100%. Tom G. sent me a text. Can you remind those morons to clear off their cars, not just a porthole. Clear off the headlights, too, and then turn them on. Yeah, you are, a, I'm with you 100%, Tom, and there are so many times 
that I would like to be the miserable, curmudgeon old man with an automatic car shutoff button. And I would just point my machine at the car of one of those morons, and it would automatically, safely, pull itself over to the side of the road and stop. And, and stop there until the person driving comes to their senses. It's the winter. It's a snowstorm. Your car is piled with snow. It is a hu- I think it's $180. I'd have to, I'd have to absolutely double check about that. But I think the ticket for doing, for, for not cleaning off your, your uh, car is not insignificant. So driving with a little portholes, uh, or, and yesterday, I saw a guy with zero, with nothing cleaned off his back, and he was driving a sedan, you know, like a Taurus or something, and the entire back window uh, was two inches deep in snow. The roof of the car and the back window completely covered. Had no idea what's going on behind him at all. And your headlights, for gosh sakes, what is it with you people and not, not understanding that, yes, I know, the headlights don't help you see necessarily, but they help other people see you. And it will be partly your fault when you get in an accident because no one can see you coming in some cases. It, it's just, it seems so simple to me. Let's go to the phone. Scott, good, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk VM. What's up? I'm calling and hoping that I can maybe get a little sense made of the vicious attacks by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Um, of our legitimately elected president, these people and the media continue to try and destroy this man, and I, I wish wish they would just leave him alone and let him be president and quit uh, beating up on him every chance they get. Um, I think I think Trump has already shown that uh, he has the ability to improve things in America, and it just makes me uh, uh, very upset that. Uh, they just aren't giving him a chance. I, I, I actually would call this uh, an attempted coup. And uh, if, if we, if the people that support Trump don't stand up for him pretty soon, uh, they may be successful. An impeachment, in my opinion, or an attempted impeachment, impeachment would be uh, a, a legitimate or an illegitimate attempt at a coup. Yeah. And I think that people need to speak up. You, you really feel that there's. That, that there's impeachment other than the extreme Trump haters that occasionally say it, uh, that there's, there would even be an attempt at an impeachment of President Trump? I, I don't, but uh, the more that that's said, and, uh, you know, once a month they come out with something, they say, yes, this is an impeachable offense, and, and it's not, of course. Um, these things are uh, so blown out of proportion, and and I, uh, I watched his uh, State of the Union message. It was just terrific. Uh, he, we, We've got a guy here that gets the big picture, and um, if, if the people that hate Trump and the people that just simply dislike him, uh, I, I wish they would sit back and just see what America can be, because I do see a huge amount of improvement in many things. Uh, so, uh, But it's very disappointing to see the constant attacks, and, and that's what I would like to see stop. I wish they would give them a chance. Tom, thanks very much. I got a, a text from Anonymous Listener for you this afternoon. Tom? 
Where were you when our current President Trump was harassing the previous President Obama? Crickets, crickets. Before, uh, and again now, it's your guy, so now you care. That from an anonymous listener. Tom, thanks very much for your thoughts. Appreciate it very much. Got to go. Uh, we'll take a quick break and be back. Where was I? Oh, Josh. Josh was arguing that it shouldn't be a big deal. So if you drive a cargo van that doesn't have a back window, you're telling me they can't see behind them with mirrors? No, I'm not telling you that at all, Josh. I'm telling you that you can't see very well driving a sedan using only the small window, uh, mirrors on each side, and the cargo van has large mirrors on both sides because it doesn't have a rear window. You'll never, ever convince me that driving a cargo van is just like driving a sedan with no back window at all. You know, and plus the fact that it's against the law. It's the law. You know, brush off your car, you lazy schlub. It's Lacrosse Talk PM, News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, online at and right over there, right up there on Facebook Live. It is Thursday afternoon, snowing. Yeah, depending, I was going to say snowing like crazy, but maybe not where you are. Tapering off a little bit. We're expected to get uh, an inch or so between now and tomorrow morning, so uh, don't expect a great deal of additional snow. What you can expect is considerably colder temps and much stronger winds, so be careful about uh, that. Uh, let's see, I want to take care of some back stuff. Josh, uh, uh, got you, Josh. Idiots without their headlights on everywhere. you got to wonder if they are even able to feed themselves. Kevin, I'm with you. How can you go out in your car and put on your seatbelt and put the car in D and say, oops, I forgot to turn on my headlights during a snowstorm, for gosh sakes. All right, we did that one. Oh, by the way, Tom, lots of people in support. I read you the uh, first text we got who was uh, concerned for you. Uh, but there were a couple here. Uh, Bitcoin Dave says, if Trump would just solve the illegal and legal immigration problems, his base would stand up for him big time, thanks to the caller. And I do agree with you that people should clear off their car. Oh, there's Josh, right. You and I on the same page, buddy. Joe said, the caller is right. The bulk of the media is DNC. Bravo, Tom. Well stated about our president. And back to Jer, who had a thought on the benefit district. Forget the benefit district. Apply the revenue to offset taxes in that area. Then everyone will want the program in their area of the city. I'm not sure you're suggesting that everybody in the city might vote in favor of paid parking in their neighborhood so that they could use a portion, a, a, a portion, I'm not even prepared to say small, but it's the government, so it won't be big. It won't be half. It won't be 40. They're not, they're not going to split it up 60-40. And they aren't going to give you. They aren't going to give that neighborhood a check and say your portion of the funds that we collected for the parking district amounts to a thousand and twelve dollars. Here's a check, or or we could offset property taxes in the entire neighborhood by fifty six cents per property. I guess Jerry, I'm not sure how much money you think these. These uh, benefit districts are going to take in, but I can't imagine that it will be big enough to, to make a park. So let's head back to the phone. Scott, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk PM. What's on your mind? Yeah, just uh, talked a little bit about what uh, Tom was saying about uh, people criticizing the president. Sure, piling on. Uh, 
Yeah, that happens every every president does a letter if they're Democrat or Republican. Look at uh, what happened with uh, Obama. No one wanted to work with him. And uh, caught him through the nail, and now the shoe's on the other foot. So that's kind of uh, going around, going around. You get the... Uh, you get the... People don't like it, but that's the way it feels to go there in Washington. Sure. You get the impression sometimes that uh, that, that uh, the followers of any particular politician, when their guy loses, it's their turn to pile on the other guy and vice versa. And we have less and less of any kind of consensus because I hate your guy because you hated my guy, so I'm going to hate your guy at least as much as you hated my guy, maybe more. And, uh, and people then, gotta stop, stop listening to all that uh, uh, stuff on social media and uh, cable networks because all that stuff does is uh, do bias, yeah. bias reporting, and so people get all angry about it. They don't, uh, they don't get the true story. So you know, I, I don't care who they listen to presidency. Uh, I want uh, America to go well. And hopefully uh, we get uh, things taken care of. We sure got a lot of work to do with health care and, uh, and uh, you know, our economy and trade. And so, I don't know, like, it just seems to me like everyone's getting all around this president or that president. Well, sure. let's go behind, let's get behind those president no matter who they are. And give them a chance to let the... Might be able to get something done here. Darren, we're starting to lose your signal there, bud, so i got to let you go. It's getting harder to under, hear you. The storm, I think, is getting in the way of our signal. But thanks very much. You make some good points. If, uh, if, the, if the new norm is pile on the president, period, uh, we have splinter groups inside the, the uh, DNC, and it sounds like splinter groups inside the Republican Party, which is going to make politics in the future really crazy, uh, justice Democrats. If you have an opportunity to read about that group of very active, still kind of small, but uh, very active, and they were successful in getting their candidate, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, elected, that group of individuals uh, trying to, they're not trying to, well, they're, they're really trying to not necessarily take over uh, the Democratic Party, but certainly change its direction dramatically from within. And uh, if you've heard their platform to some degree, Limbaugh was talking about it earlier today, the, uh, that go green uh, uh, to the point where uh, airplanes and fossil fuels and, uh, and nuclear power would all be eliminated, uh, eliminated, free health care. You don't even get it. You can't even buy health care. It's just it comes from the government. You're born, you get it. I don't know, you get a tattoo or something. I'm not sure how that works. And I still have yet to hear word one about all that craziness is going to get paid for. Because you know as well as I do that sooner or later you're going to, get, you're going to run out of rich people's money. And then what? Because you can't just keep saying, I hear that every once in a while, there's no reason for anyone to be a billionaire. Okay, if you took all the billionaires in America, you can't take all of them, just American billionaires, and take all their money so that they are whatever, hundred millionaires, they're not billionaires anymore, take all that money, put it in a bucket, a bucket that makes it, that 
that gets interest for I don't care where you put it, and spend that on social programs for everybody you want to spend uh, on for free college and free health care, how long do you suppose that money will last? And when that bucket is gone, now where do you go to get money? Because all the business, you force them out of this country. They can't afford to do business and not be able to turn a profit or turn a profit only to this point. That's not the American way. People are going to move to someplace else and start the American way in some other country. If you want this country to be like Venezuela, first you should go to Venezuela and spend a month or talk to somebody who lives in Venezuela. A real person, not someone you met on Facebook who's telling you about it. A real Venezuelan resident. Tell them how wonderful it is. Ask them how wonderful it is there. And then decide whether you want America to be like Venezuela. I don't know. Can we all go live at Bernie Sanders' house? I'm not sure. Little business. We'll be back. The Crosstalk PM. News Talk 1410 AM. 92.3 FM. Online at WIZMnews.com. And right over there on Facebook Live. I'm Mike Hayes in uh, solo this afternoon. Rick had a previous engagement, let me know, and uh, so he's not able to join us this afternoon. I got a a note from uh, Al, who we generously uh, refer to in all cases as anonymous listener, because I don't know who it was. So someone sent me a note. Mike, it has been a bad day. Could you please tell a joke? Thank you. And I, uh, I, I could, but it wouldn't be very funny. So instead, I, I looked up an email that I got from my grandson with help from his dad, because for a talent show at school, he told jokes. And it was, the little video was hilarious. I shouldn't say little, it was a couple minutes long. It was hilarious. And all you need to do, all you need to know about that video, ladies and gentlemen, is this is my five-year-old grandson telling jokes out of a joke book. Uh, it was just hilarious. For instance, so here's, here it is. What do you call an alligator in a vest? An investigator. Why did the banana go to the doctor? Because it didn't peel well. What do you call a sleeping bull? A bulldozer. What do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. Last but not least, why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. There you go. And now you know. Now you know what you get when you uh, ask me to tell jokes. Because if I can't think of one right away, right immediately, I used to. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I was better at keeping the jokes handy so I could, uh, I could share them with you, but not today. Sorry. So that's um, those are jokes from my grandson. Hope that hope that works for you. Seven eight five seven nine one four the phone number. Crosstalk PM on WIZM. Let's go to the phones. Caller, good afternoon. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Hi, uh, I just have a few comments on uh, the current administration. Sure. You know, I, I listen to all these people um, giving their views, and I, I wonder if 
any of them really fact-check anything they say. I mean, we the Republican Party used to be a party of family values and where honesty and integrity meant something, and now it seems like we're a party of crooks, thieves, and liars. And, you know, it's just... It, I I personally am so disgusted with what the president says on on his news conferences and whatever, and the facts are so far from the truth that it's ridiculous. And the base seems to not care whether anything he says is is true. You fact check in the in this speech. Um, on um, El Paso, Texas, that it was one of the highest crime rates uh, in the nation, and when they put the wall up, that it improved it. Well, go on, go on uh, on uh, the internet and, and Google it once and see what it actually says. It says that isn't that isn't true at all. It's always been one of the safest cities. It had high crime rate in in 2003 before the wall was in there. It dropped like 34 percent or something like that, and. I just get so frustrated with people that don't do their homework and they believe everything that it doesn't matter if it's the president or any of these officials say. You know, we're talking about a president that was supposed to be such a great businessman and, um, you know, had all these billions of dollars and that. Well, if you check the Forbes 400 list, um, Donald Trump is like 269th on the list, and John Menard is 41 on the list. And you so know, what does that have to do with anything? I'm just curious. Well, you're just pointing that out. I'm pointing it out because everybody says that he's supposed to be a good businessman and that he'll be able to get things done in the country. Well, the fact is that. He can't even get a loan from a U.S. bank in there because of his practices in the past, the 3,500 lawsuits that he's had against him. And um, it, it just it's frustrating to me to think that everybody backs him and believes everything that he says when, in all honesty, it, it's not true. And I have to agree, I did like a part of his um, address. Um, it, it was informative. It was interesting. So uh, a portion of that I did like. But then, then he has to throw in that, well, they need to stop these investigations. Well, I'm thinking, what does he have to hide? Why doesn't he show his tax returns like every other president has ever done? Why there's should something. I don't know why he should. Some... I don't know why he should. Just because every other president was right-handed doesn't mean we can't have a left-handed president. Just because every other president turned over his tax return doesn't mean that every single president has to. Just because every single president made a State of the Union speech uh, in front of a packed house of cameras and, uh, and a full house doesn't mean, oh, wait, every single president didn't do that. Just because it happened last year doesn't mean it has to happen forever, does it? No, I, I agree with that. Okay. I agree wholeheartedly with that. But what is being hidden here? 
I, I remember uh, when Mitch 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 and uh, and I got to go because you're, I'm running out of time here. And and uh, uh, frankly, I think there's a few callers that would like to uh, address a couple of your comments. Thank you very much for your call. I am not rudely hanging up on you, but I am uh, going to hang up on you. Uh, uh, Joe sent in a text a minute ago and just said this guy's got to check his own facts because he's not as accurate as he says he is. Uh, somebody else said I recognize this guy's voice. He's not a Republican. Nice try. All right, where else are we going? Here, back to the phones. Connor, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk BM. What's on your mind? Hey, last fellow on the phone there. He is a, he hates Trump, and I understand, but he doesn't know anything. And I must admit, I don't know anything either. All I know is what I see and hear on the news media. Well, thanks very much for sharing. I appreciate you sharing what you see. And, oh, man, did we miss number? We missed it. Oh, oh, man. Well, call back. If you have the opportunity, I was going to go to line three there. Right away, because uh, I didn't recognize the name. Uh, I uh, who somebody earlier, Greg. Yeah, I agree with you, Greg. It's uh, it's the media that's left. You are without question, in my opinion, uh, correct. That it is very difficult. In particular, if you just consider the broad the broad brush of coverage of any particular story. Whether what kind of details you get on any story, uh, and I just I don't feel that our our national media, ABC, CBS, NBC, and some of the cables are are doing the American public a favor by only telling the part of the story that they want the public to know, instead of both sides of the story and let the public decide for themselves. It just doesn't happen that way. Otherwise, there wouldn't be so many competing news organizations, uh, one of the reasons, with completely different information. And then we have people yelling at each other about your news guys telling fake news. No, no, your news guys telling fake news. My experts, your experts, how about just dive into the story and tell me the story and then I'll decide. I can be my own expert. Maybe that would work. Back to the phone. Scott, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk VM. What's on your mind? You must be talking to me. Yes, sir. You're on the air, my friend. What's up? Yeah, as far as uh, fact-checking Trump, you know, I saw those headlines uh, yesterday after the speech or the day before, and I cannot believe, you know, we never fact-checked Obama's statements, did we? No, heck I don't remember those articles. No, there, there hasn't been a fact-checking, certainly not like this, uh, ever in the history and, of presidents, ever. And when you're dealing with scoundrels like most of these Democrats in uh, the national legislature, uh you can't be honest. Look what's happened to people like Romney. They just get crushed. It, fine, upstanding man, and, and the Democrats shred him because he got caught on tape saying something about the 47% he doesn't care about, taken out of context, and, and he's done. And I just, I am so sick of it. You've got to fight fire with fire, and Trump is doing it. I don't care if he bends the truth. You can keep your doctor. You can keep your health plan. Your costs are going to go down. I've heard enough out of the other side that I've had it. It's time to fight. And what are you, uh, what do you think the best fight would be? Just keep pushing back. Okay. CNN is nothing but a commercial for the Democrats, and MSNBC is worse. It's it, it, I, I was happy to see that their viewerships are lower, at least on the State of the Union, 
than uh, all the other networks. But I suppose that's because the people that really watch them go, I'm not watching Trump talk. You know, so. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, yeah. I'm rambling. No, that's all right. I appreciate it. I, 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 uh, I appreciate your phone call and your thoughts. Uh, well thought out. You're not rambling at all. I'm going to let you go, but I still enjoyed your call. And uh, uh, thanks. Uh, by the way, Greg says amen. I love it, Mike. You're suggesting that it's a media bias. I thought it was push reporting. Kind regards, Liberty, a uh, libertarian guy. Uh, well, I was just repeating what I read. Push reporting, uh, media bias. It, uh, I guess it depends on which pers- whether you're being pushed or just listening. Aren't they kind of the same thing, LG? Or aren't they? Push reporting is pushing an agenda. So the story leads you to believe a thing. It may not be incorrect in its statement of facts. But at the end of the story, the goal of push reporting is to elicit a particular thought from the listener. So that if at the end of the story, more than half, 60% of the people listening to that story feel the way the writer or the writer's boss wants them to feel, then that's successful, regardless of whether that's the full story or not. Bias reporting, I you know, it, it, it is my, in my opinion, it's bias. I guess I'd forgotten about the term push reporting. You're right. You prefer push reporting? I don't know. I, I just think when you leave out some of those details, that's, uh, that's bias, isn't it? Hey, I, I want to change the topic for just a second, just to see whether this is a topic we want to spend any more time on, because I'm, I'm not sure. I, I've heard a couple of impassioned explanations for uh, dark store property taxes, including one this morning uh, in uh, opposition, I guess, to Scott Robert Shaw's uh, uh, comment with regard to uh, property taxes. When a, when a property, and I, it, should, it, should corporate property taxes, should a business pay their te- taxes differently than a homeowner? Or should it be the same? Should you, as a private homeowner, you pay property taxes? Who, somebody, I can't remember. I, saw, I apologize if you're listening now. I can't remember who you are, that, or the name. Somebody uh, explained it to me pretty simply. You pay, uh, as a person, for the dirt and the structure. And it doesn't matter whether everything inside was built uh, from Ikea or is solid gold. Your property taxes are based on the dirt and the structure. If you add on to the structure, add a bedroom, a screen porch, a garage, or whatever, your property taxes go up. They go up with inflation. They go up with the average price of all the other homes in the neighborhood that are just like yours that have had improvements, and you don't want the tax guy to go in your house, so he just guesses that you've made some improvements because you don't want him to see them. But it has nothing to do with the stuff inside. But a, but a business has to pay on the, pro, the, the merchandise. And I thought, isn't that, uh, you know, if you, if you play it all the way to the end, isn't that like quadruple dipping? The, the, the business buys the merchandise and pays taxes on it, brings it into the business, and the, uh, the state where that business is, in this case Wisconsin, taxes that company again because their building is worth 10 bucks. Now they've got a bunch of stuff in it, so it's worth 20 bucks. They pay taxes again. Then you buy it, 
and pay taxes on it. Yikes. That's a lot of tax on one thing. And is it is it fair? Help me understand about a business paying tax and a person paying tax. Should a business pay tax on the dirt, the structure, and the stuff inside? I you know I don't know enough about it to have an opinion yet. That's why I'm looking for you. Seven eight five seven nine one four the phone number. On the other hand, if you want to talk about something else, that's okay too. It's it's always open phones when when I'm around. So let's let's get back to the phones. Caller, good afternoon. You're on the air. Me? Yep. Oh, Mary. Yep. Hi. Hi. Love President Trump, and I love what he's doing. So, bravo, Trump. <clears throat> I get sick of the other <coughs> other networks too. I I try to tune in so that I can hear another side of the story, and I, I just get upset and have to turn it off. Anyways, um, last night I was listening to the news late, laying in bed, and it came on that in the state of Wisconsin they are considering tollways, oh. and they are considering gas taxes to help take care of all of our street problems. Roads, sure. I had not so that should be interesting, but I yeah. have an idea for the university. On State Street, where this whole thing takes place, from 16th and State all the way around to, like, where the municipal pool will be, that's uh-huh. it's university area. I would wonder why they can't dig out the curb and gutter and put side-by-side parking, just like they let the Charmont do downtown. Do you know what I mean? I Across do. the street from their yeah. place. Oh, sure, absolutely. They can get all these cars in because they can just pull in yep. and pull out. Yep. That could be categorized as university parking. And across the street is for lacrosse residents only, not students, not student parking. Okay. And I, I, I don't see why it wouldn't work on that one side of the street. I've often thought of that for, for Longfellow because that's school, too. All around the whole neighborhoods in that area, it's car to car to car to car to car, and it's probably from mostly the staff that work there that take up all that spaces, and I thought they've got that entire field, you know, and playground that's all fenced in. Dig up the curb and gutter all the way around that fencing, and you've got all that parking by the school. They could probably um, use some more parking spaces at Central, too, because that gets to be quite a situation up and down Green Bay Street sometimes. So um, it's just food for thought, but I thought I, I, I don't, I just, it's beyond me how, how they, all they're doing is just charging these kids to park, but they're still going to park there. That's what's so irritating. If, if I was the person that lived there, to me the whole point is is to get these kids out from the front of their house and find a place for them to park that's in the school area or something. My, my son goes to UWL. He parks in the ramp. That's great. I mean, they have a ramp. They do. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and so, like, use it. You know, it's almost irritating. Yeah. They ruined Myrick Park. Let them put another ramp over there. Okay, well, I'm not sure I'm ready to put a parking ramp in Myrick Park, but thanks for that. I, I, I can't, uh, I don't support that one at all. And I don't think Myrick Park is ruined uh, by any stretch of the imagination. It doesn't have monkeys anymore, but I'm okay with that too. We'll be right back. Lacrosse Talk PM, News Talk, 1410 AM, 92. 
93.3 FM online at WIZMnews.com. And for another moment or two on Facebook Live, this program brought to you every single afternoon by uh, by our very good friends at Habitat for Humanity, Kaya Fox and her team. They work so hard to find forever homes for more and more families every year. They are looking for new families, forever families. You're looking for a home and would like to trade some down payment money for some sweat equity? Uh, you should get in touch with Habitat for Humanity because, boy, oh, boy, if you qualify, that would be one sweet way to get a roof over your head. By the way, to the caller who was... Uh, he said, sick and tired of hearing all the blah, blah about uh, President Trump and his lies, and he mentioned El Paso. And uh, we have a text here uh, from Al who says, the lead official ICE agent under Obama came out and stated that the El Paso statement was 100% true. So El- Obama didn't lie about it, apparently. It's, uh, so, it, you know, see, you got to fact check with the right fact checks. Or you don't know your facts from your checks, right? Hey, you want to get together tomorrow? I'll be at Fanati's Nuts and